Try to use the, the intro. By the way, this is Opposed on the Matrix. Uh, Dave speaking. It's Thursday afternoon at 3 o'clock here on the left coast. I learned a little something. Um, usually <clears throat> before the show, for some reason when I do this show, especially when I show videos, I get dead tired. And I'll be honest, I've fallen asleep a couple of times just momentarily. But... Um, yeah, but uh, what uh, I don't want to drink coffee works for me, but I don't want to drink it because I don't want to have to get up in the middle of the show and use the restroom, you know. Um, so <clears throat> what I just discovered is this, the mighty coffee bean. Tell you, it tastes terrible. So I've been chewing on those and... Uh, Hopefully the caffeine will come out of them, and I won't have. I'm not drinking anything, so I won't have to run to uh, El Baño. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> it's been interesting uh, last couple of days watching what's going on. Man, this world is a mess, and uh, people like Joe Biden and and uh, we can keep on to call him Les Schwab. Um, Klaus Schwab uh, are just making a mess out of this world. And they're doing it so that uh, the world can be a mess and they can fix it up. You know, there's no other way to fix it except through them. And that's that's the way they're going to present it. And that's a, a bunch of poppycock and uh, and BS for sure. But um, anyway, uh, so, you know, I, <laughs> how do I put this? I, I read a lot of stuff every day, every night. Um, you can't even imagine how much I read, how much I watch videos on, mostly on Rumble, about different subjects. And um, one of the things that's kind of piqued my interest is um, who is the president of this country right now? <laughs> okay. Because, you know, when you look at the news, you know, you would think it's Joe Biden or, you know, his his lifeless shell, it seems like. But um, if you read around and you look at things, you realize that he's not really in charge or it doesn't seem that way. And, and then you look at Trump and it looks like maybe he is, uh, he's got some responsibilities he's been taking care of and doing. And if he's not president, why is he doing that, you know, and. Like uh, calling Putin all the time, you know, to try to straighten things out. Um, you know, <laughs> why? <laughs> I know he does it because he loves his country and stuff like that, but it's not his responsibility anymore. But I guess when somebody is irresponsible as Biden is in office, you have to, somebody with responsibility has to step up and do stuff once in a while. Maybe that's it. Maybe we just figured it out, right? Um, but still, there are indications that uh, that the military is really in control and that uh, that um, Trump is running things. So why leave Biden in office? Well, a bunch of reasons. First of all, is to make the Democrats look like fools, the fools that they are. Um, so, you know, that's working really good. And then... Um, the second thing is that uh, he, he can run uh, things de facto through Biden. And uh, if you looked at things that are going on with, uh, with Biden and stuff like that, it almost looks like he's, he's failing on purpose, so to speak, um, so that Trump could look better. And then when Trump comes, he'll say, see this guy the way he did? Oh, my goodness. Let me fix this. Let me fix that. He'll know exactly what's wrong because Biden will have told them exactly what's wrong. Anyway, that's one of the summations out there is that he's a plant, that Trump has planted him in there, that the real Biden died a couple of years ago. And uh, there are good indications that that might be true, too. Um, so the real Biden's dead, and then you got a fake one in there, and the fake one's really working for Trump. And that's, that's quite a story. 
It'll make a wonderful movie someday, you know, if we ever have movies again. Uh, if you hear a buzzing noise going on, there's some guy out in the back working on something. So uh, it's unavoidable, and um, I'll just have to, uh, we'll have to deal with it, okay? Um, so anyway, a lot of people have asked a question that I'm asking, and a lot of people have come to the conclusion that uh, Trump is in the background running things, and the military is. Um, I got a couple of videos that I want to play. Um and uh, if they're true, which they seem to be, um, all indications are, then um, maybe uh, the commander-in-chief is really uh, down in Mar-a-Lago, okay? And maybe, maybe the left knows this. Maybe the Democrats know this, and that's why they're trying to, to indict him and everything. That way, if he's out of the way, then they can really take over or whatever, um, one thing I, I noticed, folks, is that, um, let me run this by you. Usually, when you have a change of, of governments or a change of presidents, which are usually the same thing, um, you, the guy that's going out, especially the president, he, he's got this thing, it's called the nuclear codes, they call it the nuclear football, Okay. Carries it with him everywhere. He has an aide with him that goes everywhere with him and carries that. Okay. So, but and it's usually done in the inauguration. The the, the old guy stays and uh, kind of welcomes the new guy in, even if he hates his guts and everything else. But they stay, and uh, then they concede. You know, okay, you won, I lost, and everything is good. Trump never conceded. Okay which means that he really didn't hand, hand the keys over, so to speak. And uh, also, uh, where's the nuclear football? Trump left, I think, three hours early, three hours before the, um, the inauguration. So he wasn't there to hand over the nuclear football. Um he never would have just left it in the, in the Oval Office unattended because then anybody can grab it and take off with it, right? It might be worthless to them because they can't figure out what the codes do or whatever, but still they'd have them, and uh, that would uh, constitute a national emergency for sure. Um, oh, and can you imagine the blame that would go on? You know, the Democrats would be saying, oh, Trump, you're responsible. You just left that there. And Trump would say, hey, you know, I just left it there. Um, you guys didn't come pick it up. You know, it's it would be amazing. It really would. The press would take off with that, too. And uh, Trump would be as guilty as hell. And Biden would be innocent as hell. Uh, funny how hell fit into both of those phrases, huh? Anyway, um, so, yeah, where's the nuclear football? Now... Remember, um, no, that was probably about six months ago now, uh, a whole bunch of FBI agents ascended or descended on uh, FBI agents will never ascend, trust me. They'll only descend. Um, uh, they descended at Mar-a-Lago and basically took the place over, wouldn't let Trump's lawyers go in with them, which I think is illegal. Uh, but since when is anything is legal, anything to do with this administration, right? Um, so they went in and they claimed that they were looking for papers that Trump had taken, and, you know, had some papers that were maybe marked secret or top secret or something like that. And as far as I know, they didn't get any or didn't find any because there wasn't any. And, um, but is that the true reason that they went in there? Uh, they could have gone at any time. Uh, Trump has told told them many, many times before that raid happened. Hey, if you're anything you need, just come take it. You know, and they never had except they, the you know the Merrick Garland and his uh, goon squad, his uh, his SS, um, descended on the, on the White House and then uh, did everything but break the door down and go in, and. Um, Anyway, hey, I want to let you know that the live chat's up and going on Rumble. Uh, if you want to, if anybody's out there to do live chat, I know there's usually a couple hundred of you that are watching the show at this time. But uh, anyway, let's get back to uh, what we were talking about. 
Okay, so the FBI, I think, was going into Mar-a-Lago to look for the nuclear football. Okay. Just my, uh, just my hunch. But, um, yeah, they, they couldn't care less about the papers. They wanted the nuclear football. And uh, because, you know, Biden had papers, and they didn't make a big deal out of that. And it turned out that Pence had papers, and they didn't make a big deal out of that, although Pence should, have, should not have had them because it's only the president that's allowed to take papers away from the White House. Well, he's the only one that can declassify them, okay? So, uh, yeah, what are the uh, chances that uh, they were going in and looking for the nuclear football? I think they're pretty dang good. Okay. So, uh, where do we go from here? Well, anyway, let's... uh, (laughs) I got it. A very interesting article. Uh, well, actually, it's a it's a video, and I want to watch it because it's um, the guy is is pretty reassuring. There's there's a lot of us. There's me, and I know Ralph hopes this and everything else. But we hope that Donald Trump will say, you know, enough is enough. He'll gather the military together, especially the Navy and the Marines, and they'll. They'll come in and they'll say, you know what? Yeah, enough is enough. And uh, we're putting an end to this charade, this this illegal um, zoo show that we got going on at the White House. Um, and, and they arrest people and then they say, okay, Mr. Trump, President Trump, please go in and, and resume your presidency. You know, and uh, and because you didn't get your true four years, you know, you your first day will be now, and then uh, we'll go for you'll go four years, and it'll throw the election cycle off a little bit, but it's necessary anyway. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of us that hope that that happens. That some big strapping Marines walk into the Oval Office and cuff uh, cuff the old man and just lead him out of there, take him to a good psych hospital where he can get the attention that he needs. Um, because he is pretty pretty far gone with the Alzheimer's or the memory loss and stuff that he has. But um, anyway, yeah, uh, we just hope that that would happen. And, and I don't know how much farther this country could go uh, with him in office, with him ruining everything and, and turning our nation over to the world, uh, like the World Health Organization and the UN and everything else. Um, how long can we last as a country, especially with people coming over that southern border like, uh, uh, you know, carte blanche? Um, how long can we survive? How much longer without uh, plummeting into uh, into the abyss? You know, it's it's not good. It's not good at all. And um, somebody needs to come and straighten it out. I, Trump's the only one I can know of. Pence isn't going to do it. Um, Flynn won't do it. Um, JFK Jr., I think, along with um, with Donald Trump, can do it. I've heard again that uh, Donald Trump's been entertaining also uh, taking on Robert F. Kennedy as a vice president, so we'll see. But if John's still alive, then why would you do that? <laughs> Unless he declined it. You know, he was asked and he declined. Um, so anyway, let's, uh, let's check out this first video. We're going to find out about... Uh, uh, who's really president? Okay, here we go, folks. Hey, we understand that the black hats are the Masonic fields. Who are the white hats officially? Okay, this goes back to um, the Q movement kicked off shortly after Kennedy's death, uh, JFK's death in 63. So it's been out for 60 years. There's a group of military officers who determined that if, an, if a, a president could be assassinated, they're in bad shape. And so slowly they started to build up a team of senior officers who decided that the, something had to happen. Now, they, at some point, they're looking at options as, as, as all military officers do when they're planning. And they don't say right and wrong. When they do a plan, they work out what's workable and what's not. Is this workable? Yes. Is this workable? Yes. Is this workable? Yes. Is this workable? So they're looking at workable options to save the United States. One of the options was a military coup d'etat. Literally just take it over, clean up the filth, and then hand it back to the the people. 
that was rejected as was as as was a when we were looking at it in Australia before we even knew about white hats. We determined that coup d'etat or a uh, a violent uprising would create such a wound that it would never be healed, and that's if it succeeded. And if it didn't succeed, then uh, it would give the black hats every opportunity that they wanted to do, because the people just didn't believe it. They don't believe it now. After all that's occurred, the people still don't believe there's something odd going on. And so they decided to go the slow way, not unlike the communists who had the same problem after World War II, and they were deciding, do they have an armed violent revolt, the communist revolution, or do they do what Antonio Gramsci did, the communist Italian communist in the 20s advised, which was the slow march through the institutions. And so they decided to penetrate the institutions, the universities, the schools, the uh, the media, the unions, business, the politics, the, the judiciary, the constabulary, the military. That's what they did. They penetrated the lot. And so they grew and grew and they worked undercover and some some had to go uh, work undercover and undercover is a dirty business because you do the dirty things with dirty people to prove your bona fides. And it's based largely on Marines and Navy. And there are somewhere between two and 300 flag ranking officers, which is general rank, Marines and Navy and others and other services too, but it's, it's strongly based on the Marines and the Navy. And they've been working behind the scenes to penetrate, understand, and then when the time came, begin to undermine the the, the black hats, the deep state. So that's what it is. That's what Q is. And they've had to do that. And these guys, and when there's two or three general, two, two or three hundred generals and admirals, that doesn't mean two or three hundred people. Each one of those people controls a large swathe of capability, if that makes sense. And so that means you've got large amounts. And so it's taken time to select the right people that are trustworthy, because undercover work is, is hugely risky. And that's who it is. That's who's actually doing it. And these guys are just good soldiers that know what's right and what's wrong, what's lawful, what's not. And uh, that's why they have pursued this in a completely lawful way. So when history reviews what they did and how, you can actually read Laura War. You can read the Laura War, and that's that's the that's the that's the rule they're following. Um, they're following the rules. They didn't do anything outside the rules. They made sure that what they did was um, correct in law. President Trump is still the president. And as you might have heard Derek Johnson say several times, there's two separate organizations. One is the government and one is the military. Now, he's the president of the government, but he's also commander in chief of the military. And the military is the organization that holds the final cards in, in their hands because they control things that go bang. And it's a real, it's a, it's a, it's a, an, an extremist situation where you don't, you don't pull that lever until you need to, but it got to the point they said, okay, we're going to do this now. And so they recruited Trump, the Q movement, the, the, uh, the, uh, the generals and admirals recruited Trump. You're going to become president, but you have to win it legitimately. We can't place you in there. You've got to win it. And once you're in, here's the plan. And Trump had a look at it and he said, okay, let's go. And so he's, he is a real, genuine, legitimate president. He's a real, genuine, legitimate commander in chief. He has real authority and they cannot act without his authority. And so it's a delicate game they've been playing. So that's what's been going on. And we can say that because the people don't want to believe it, don't want to believe it, and they never will, and that's fine. And the rest of us know this is, this is the truth. And so I hope that answers your question. It's been a long, slow journey in the process. If you look carefully, you will find things online like uh, General Mattis, who was head of the Marines, with all his senior officers taking a happy photograph, all holding a mug. And guess what letter of the alphabet was on that mug? There's another photograph where they're in a big circle and there's a little line coming out. So this is real. Um, whether you want to believe it or not, not you, but if people want to believe it or not, that's fine. It doesn't really matter. It's moving ahead. And when they say nothing can stop what's coming, <laughs> nothing can stop what's coming. The forces at play are beyond the Masonic filth's comprehension. Interesting that he equated the uh, the deep state with the Masons in the Masonic order. He did it at the beginning and he did it uh, twice at the beginning. He did it at the end. Call them the Masonic filth.
quite a strong uh, kind of strong moniker. <laughs> but they are they're they are a filth, and uh, they're the filth that coats uh, everything in this uh, in this world actually. And uh, the world would be a lot cleaner if it didn't have them around. But um, I, I was really encouraged. And at the end, he says um, he says people. Uh, what do you say? Oh, he said nothing is going to stop what's coming and he starts laughing like like he knows that people are going to try to stop it and they're just going to be you know you ever watch mighty python when at the introduction right at the end the foot comes down and steps on the person <laughs> that's what it's going to be like um i'm gonna to have to find that a little bit and kind of make a little cartoon out of it uh you know this is the biden administration or something anyway um i'm not good at art um it's never been my forte and so I have to borrow other art and make new stuff out of it. But um, anyway, yeah, so let's see, some key points. All right, key points. I didn't know that the Q movement started right after Kennedy's assassination. This is interesting because JFK Jr. is uh, very much involved in the Q movement. A lot of people think that he's Q. A lot of people think that Trump is Q. Maybe Q is uh, two different people or three or four. I don't know. But um, they're, they're surmising, or no, he actually stated that it started um, right after Kennedy was assassinated because they said, hey, if he, a president can get assassinated, and, uh, you know, general is easy pickings, I guess. Um, that I'm writing into that what they were thinking, you know. Um, admirals and generals and stuff would be very easy to control. Uh, you don't do this, we'll kill you. Um, I also, hold on folks, uh, we've got a helicopter flying over, that never happens here, sounds military too, that'd be kind of interesting if they were coming to get me and, uh, and I was live on the air with you folks when it happened, wouldn't that be cool? Um, anyway, uh, I don't know, I think we're still two or three years away from that so i'm not going to worry about it but anyway uh yeah so two to three hundred generals and then admirals that's a lot i know that there are uh there are several um admirals i you know what hold on a second hold on let's let's just look at this let's let's settle this okay because I have to know, and I think you want to know too, how many uh, general staff are there in the U.S. military? Okay. Okay, General uh, Wikipedia, I think we can trust them for this. Okay. All right, there are currently 43 active duty four-star officers in the uniformed services of the United States, 17 in the Army, two in the Marine Corps, eight in the Navy, and uh, eight in the Navy, 11 in the Air Force, two in the Space Force, and two in the Coast Guard, and one in the Public Health Services Commission Corps. Uh, Corps. Uh, of the eight federal uniforms services, the NOAA commissioner, um, Officer Corps is only seven that that does not have an established star position. And you look here, I know you can't see this, but they have the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the uh, uh, the head guy, Mark Milley, you know, the traitor Mark Milley, who's retiring, by the way. Uh, what do communists do when they retire? That is really a good question. What do communists do? Do they become... Uh, active uh, spies or, or what do they just uh, go live somewhere uh, near a Starbucks or something and uh, I don't know and then there's a vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff he's an admiral Christopher Gray, uh, Grady and I think he's a, a right-on guy I think he's okay um, let's see what do we got here uh, commander of US Africa command <laughs> is a black guy um, Michael E. Langley. You know, sometimes you got to wonder if you do that, for, if they do that for public relations or, or whatever. But uh, 
I mean, it's a good idea. I mean, if you're going to want somebody to be in, in Africa to, to foster relations and to maybe plan stuff with uh, African Africans, then uh, uh, maybe having somebody of their own persuasion, so to speak, uh, would be good to, for, um, for relations, country-to-country uh, -country relations. Okay, commander of the U.S. Central Command, uh, General uh, Michael Curilla, um, -I, -I, I guess. Uh, let's see. This guy's got three different shields. On um, commander of the U.S. Cyber Command, uh, director of National Security Agency, and chief of the uh, Central Security Services, the CSS, uh, is all goes under uh, Paul M. Uh, Nakasone, or Nakasone. Um, he's retiring too, huh? Uh, I think he's one of the good guys because the the uh, cyber command is one of the the uh, places where they uh, they find out these people are, are becoming traitors or have been traitors. Um, commander of the U.S. European Command and uh, Supreme Allied Commander in Europe, Christopher G. Uh, Cavoli. Uh, let's see, commander of the U.S. Indo-Pacific Command. Uh, Admiral uh, John C. Aquino. Okay, so it looks like we have an evil, equal number of admirals and, uh, and generals. Okay. Uh, commander of U.S. Northern Command um, and Commander of the North American Aerospace Defense Command, uh, General Glenn D. Van Herc. He's retiring. Okay, Commander of the U.S. Southern Command, uh, Laura J. Richardson. Uh, Commander of the U.S. Space Command, James Dickinson. Commander of the U.S. Special Operations Command, General Byron Fenton. Uh, Commander of the Strategic Command, uh, General Anthony Cotton. And Commander of U.S. Transportation Command, General Jacqueline D. Van Oost. Okay, and then we got other joint positions and stuff like that. All right, and he's got their insignias. That's oh, kind of nice looking. Um, and that goes down, and it has the way the stars are laid out. Um, yeah, and I've already mentioned these people already, so. So, yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, I never knew that uh, there's so many here, and uh, I just wanted to get a number of how many there are. Um and it says 43, but I've, if it says 43 and he's got 200, then uh, where are they? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I don't see the number anything near 200. Let me uh, scroll down real quick. All right, where are we here? All right, let's see. There are several exceptions to the limits. Okay, never mind. Four-star grades go hand-in-hand hand with the position of office they are linked to. So all these ranks, all these ranks are temporary. Uh, officers may achieve a four-star grade if they are appointed to the position. Okay. It's not really giving me a number, but um, if it says that there are two to three hundred of them, then... Uh, that might be a very large amount. And plus, we're talking about, um, I think he said officer. Did he say officer grade or did he say um, general general staff? I think he said general staff. And he, he came out with a number, two to 300 uh, generals. I'm glad Millie's retiring. That's, that's really nice. That's encouraging. There's nothing worse than having a traitor running your... Uh, running all your military, you know? Okay, anyway, let's get back to uh, brass tacks here. Go back here, okay. I found another video, folks, I wanted to share with you. Uh, I think it runs about uh, 28 minutes, so it's gonna be a, a tad long. But again, it goes into the whole, um, uh, Trump is the real president, um, all that stuff, so. Let's give this one a gander, okay, and see what they have to say. And I think after we're, we're well done here uh, or toward the end, we're all going to agree that um, 
that uh, there's a, a figurehead president that's up in or over in Washington, although they say he's not there anymore. He's in a, one of the states with a fake uh, office. Um, so it's either Trump or it's uh, it's Joe Biden. And uh, man, I lean towards Trump, even if it's not him, I lean towards him. So anyway, here's this video. Okay, let's do this thing. Welcome to this Christian Patriot News Update. Today is Friday, May 21st, 2021. You can find us on Rumble, BitChute, Brighton, Gab and Gab TV, Parlor, Telegram, and now I'm an author on Before It's News. At all of those locations on every platform, we are Christian Space, Patriot Space News. Please subscribe everywhere. Please like us or give us a Rumble. Or please recommend me as an author and recommend my story on Before It's News. And please share these truths far and wide. What stage are we in right now? It's called the Great Awakening. And we are called to do our part as digital soldiers to wake up those who are still asleep. Let me just take a moment to refresh your memory. When we last visited Dan Scavino's Twitter page, we looked at these waves crashing. And we looked at the timestamp on this tweet. It was 5.14 p.m. Well, we convert that to military time. Remember, Q is a military intelligence sting operation. So 5.14 p.m. translates to 17.14 military time. Let's have a look at Q drop 17.14. Drop 17.14 originally posted July 26, 2018. We're asked a simple question. How do you hide a message in clear sight? Q. Well, the answer to that is to hide comms in timestamps. We've seen our favorite president's press releases, and they are timestamped. How about Dan Scavino? That's who we're using right now. Think General Mike Flynn. How about Lynn Wood? Even Mike Pompeo? Just to name a few. Q often encourages us to learn our comms. How do you hide a message in clear sight? Well, one good way to do that is using people like Dan Scavino and timestamps. Have a look at this four second clip posted the very next day after those waves crashing. We get this clip of a giraffe at the zoo, four seconds long. Seems like kind of a random post for Dan Scavino to put up there on his Twitter page. But let's see if we can find a comm in this. Let's have a look at Q drop number four. Originally posted October 29th, 2017. Q drop number four says, some of us come here to drop crumbs. Just crumbs. POTUS is 100% insulated. Any discussion suggesting he's even a target is false. So according to Q, if we're hearing rumors of our favorite president being indicted, or if we're hearing rumors about our favorite president being a risk of assassination, we should understand this. POTUS is 100% insulated. Any discussion suggesting he's even a target is false. So those things are fake news. POTUS will not be addressing nation on any of these issues as people begin to be indicted. POTUS must remain neutral for pure optical reasons. Remember folks, optics are important. To suggest this is the plan is false and should be common sense. Focus on military intelligence. Now remember, misspellings matter. That should be intelligence, but it's intelin. Think Lynn Wood. Intel, Lynn Wood. I believe Lynn Wood is likely a member of the Q team. Time will tell. Focus on military intelligence, state secrets, and why might that be used versus any three-letter agency. What Supreme Court decision opened the door for a sitting president to activate? What must be showed? Why is POTUS surrounded by generals? And I think the answer to that is, I believe that America is currently at war right now as we speak. Again, there are a lot more good people than bad, so have faith. This was a hostile takeover from an evil, corrupt network of players, not just Democrats. So think Democrats, think Rhino Republicans, that's Republicans in name only, think the deep state cabal, think your propaganda, fake news media, Think you're communist Chinese party? Don't fool yourself into thinking Obama, Soros, 
Ross, that's the Rothschilds, Clintons, etc., have more power present day than POTUS. And when this drop talks about present day, I believe that they are talking about the here and now, as of this moment. I believe that our favorite president is actually in control. Give me this update to try to show you why I believe that scenario. Operation Mockingbird. Think about the CIA's infiltration of the mainstream media. Remember, the CIA director, he said, we'll know that we have succeeded when everything that the American public believes is a lie. But I have good news for you. Patriots are in control. Sit back and enjoy the show. Remember, you are watching a scripted movie and you're going to love the way this movie ends. So how do you hide a message in clear sight? Let me show you another way. Dan Scavino posted this quick clip. It's one minute, 48 seconds long. It was posted on Wednesday, the 19th, and it's going to open in the first four seconds with six flags, all with gold fringe and eagles on top. So watch for that. Next, you're going to see our favorite president. He's going to emerge from the shadows into the light. He's going to come from backstage to center stage. Think shadow presidency. At around 30 seconds in, watch for our favorite president to go from blurred to sharp focus, and you'll be able to see clearly the presidential seal on the podium in front of him. At around 38 to 40 seconds, again, you're going to see the gold fringe flags. They come up quite a bit throughout this minute, 48 seconds. You'll hear our president say, America will be stronger and greater than ever before. So think through those flags, our favorite president is saying that, that could represent what we need to get through in order to be stronger and greater. Remember, it had to be this way. Sometimes you can't tell the people the truth. You must show them. At around 1 minute 20 seconds, he's going to be on stage, and he's going to say something. He's going to mouth a single word. Now, I'm not great at reading lips. If I had to guess, it looks like he's saying thanks. So pay attention. You won't have to time it out. You'll see him clearly do this, and he'll pump both fists right after he says it. Then at the end, at around 1 minute 35 seconds, he's going to be at CPAC, and you're going to see him point clearly right at you. One, two, three, four points. Think boom, 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 boom. And after that, if you look to the right of your screen, you'll see 45 start to come into the play behind him to the right. So enjoy this one minute, 48 second clip. Don't worry about seeing all these things. I'll show them to you afterwards. For now, just enjoy and I'll be right back. So if you were paying attention in the first four seconds, we opened with these six flags, all with gold fringes, all with eagles on top. Next, at around 14 seconds, we saw our favorite president emerge from backstage 
emerge from the shadows. Think shadow presidency. And then he moves to center stage. At about 30 seconds in, you saw Donald J. Trump go from blurred to sharp and focused. And you could see the presidential seal come into focus. Then at 38 seconds in, we have again these gold fringe flags. He says America will be stronger and greater than ever before. Think when we go through whatever it is those flags represent. And I'll show you that next. But we've got to go through some things before we get to that place of being stronger and greater than ever. And then at the end, we saw him point four times. Think four booms. And you see that 45 on the lower right of your screen? Think 45th president of the United States. And as he moved across that screen, that 45 became more and more prevalent. At the end, when he pointed four times, it made me think about Q drop 844. I showed you this drop yesterday. We got here from a timestamp on a Donald J. Trump press release. Yesterday, when we looked at that, we thought that the booms could represent the Arizona audit and then who would be next? Arizona would be the first boom. Would the next boom be Michigan or Wisconsin, Pennsylvania or Georgia? How about New Hampshire? Time will tell, but in the meantime, the deep state is panicking. Let's start here. I found the most comprehensive article on flags that I've ever seen. Right now, as I'm scrolling, if you look to the right, you can see them about 120th of the way through this article. So there's so much that I've learned about the flag in just the last several minutes. But let me bring you those things that are pertinent to the things we're talking about today. I just wanted to show you the incredible extent and how thorough this information is. All of that scrolling took me about a quarter of the way down. I had to go twice that far to get to this intel here. The United States military flag with the gold fringe. And you saw the eagle on top as well. Flag martial law pursuant to 4 U.S.C. Chapter 1, Executive Order 10834, August 21st, 1959. A military flag is a flag that resembles the regular flag of the United States, except that it has a yellow fringe border on three sides. The President of the United States designates this deviation from the regular flag by executive order and in his capacity as Commander-in-Chief. I'm here to tell you, folks, our favorite President, Donald J. Trump, is still Commander-in-Chief. Now, you can make fun of me, call me a fool, say I have no evidence of these things. This is what I believe, and I also believe that I'll be proven to be right. And this is based on three and a half years of study on all things Q and about 2,500 hours invested in the study of this information. So if you want to have a gentlemanly bet with me, we can do that. I think that when it's all said and done, I will be proven right. Time will tell. Now pay attention to this section. It says, each military courtroom, any courtroom that displays these flags behind the judge is a military courtroom. Think military tribunals. You are under military law and not constitutional law or common law or civil law or statute law. How's that for a boom? According to Army regulations, the flag is trimmed on three sides with fringe of gold two and a half inches wide and that such flags are flown indoors only in military courtrooms and that the gold fringe flag is not to be carried by anyone except units of the United States Army and the United States Army Division Associations. The authority for fringe on the flag is specified in Army regulations, but only for the national military flag. The U.S. Attorney General has stated the placing of a gold fringe on the national flag, the dimensions of the flag and the arrangements of the stars and the union are matters of detail. 
not controlled by statute, but are within the discretion of the president as commander in chief of the army and navy. Ancient custom sanctions the use of fringe on regimental colors and standards, but there seems to be no good reason or precedent for its use on other flags. The use of such a fringe is prescribed in current Army Regulations number 260-10. The only statute or regulation in the United States prescribing a yellow fringe United States flag is Army Regulation number 260-10, making it a military flag. And take note, in the opening four seconds of that video, we saw eagles on top of those six gold fringe flags. The adornments on the top of the flagpole are for military use only. The gold eagle is for the use of the President of the United States only and only in time of war. Folks, we are at war. And I believe the Insurrection Act is in effect and we may very well be under martial law soon and very soon. And for those of you who can't get enough Q, I put together an epic 17 video package on my Before It's News page. I'm an author on Before It's News now. So you'll be able to click on that link in the description box. It's called Q plus Trump, the art of the decode. QCOMS 101, learn the basics of Q proofs, deltas, timestamps, phrases, and why misspellings matter. And before you get to those 17 videos, you'll read this. Welcome to Q Decodes Basics 101. These exceptional Q Decode videos are arranged in chronological order, beginning in early April 2021 and updated through yesterday. Each individual video walks you through the basics of decoding and understanding Q drops and posts. You will learn how timestamps on video clips, tweets, and posts are potential clues. Such clues often lead to much, much more in the hands of an experienced anon. So find out how President Donald J. Trump, Dan Scavino, Mike Pompeo, General Mike Flynn, and Lynn Wood are on the top of my list as those most likely working with Q or even members of the actual Q team. Find out why I believe President Trump is actually very likely Q plus himself. So for those of you who want more, I've got an additional 17 video package and I'll include that link in the description box below this video. Let's transition from that which is temporal to that which is eternal. Let's move from Q current events and politics to God's word. Today let's have a look at Philippians chapter four. Beginning hey folks, we could continue with that, but that's about another half hour or another 20 or 30 minutes. And um, I think we've seen what we needed to see in regard to um, there being a coup, not a coup, but a takeover um, about the country being at war with itself. And um, it's quite compelling what this man has come up with. Let's look at some talking points, shall we? I, I read a long time ago, and you can find it online. There's something called flag etiquette, <clears throat> and it actually gives you the, the U.S. codes to uh, how to treat the flag correctly. Um, and afterwards, uh, when you drive around and you see the condition that some of the flags are in and how they're flown, you'll uh, if you're like me, you'll <laughs> you'll even go walk up to the people and tell them, you know, there's a um, place and was in. Um, I think it was in Junction City. No, it was out in Sacramento. And uh, the guy was uh, flying a tattered flag. Should have been retired a long time ago. And uh, so I walked into the store and I said, can I speak with the manager? Yeah, yeah, okay. And the manager came out and I says, you know, please do something with that flag. <laughs> I said, it's tattered. And it needs to be replaced with a fresh flag. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll take care of that. And... Um, he never did. I went back a couple more times, and he didn't want to listen. It's like, yeah, well, he was a young kid, and uh, he thought he knew better, but uh, he doesn't know squat. Um, and uh, I've just seen it all over the place. Uh, the, the code says you don't wear the flag as clothing. Man, look at all the people that make bandanas out of the flag or or a shirt uh, made out of the flag or pants or 
uh, towels that they lay on at the beach. You know, the flag is supposed to touch the ground, man. But they're laying it on an American flag on the beach in the form of a towel, but still as a flag, you know. And, uh, oh, man, it's just the people are so, and it's not their fault because they don't know, but ignorance is no excuse because the information is out there to look it up and, and to tell people or to know, and know it yourself what the flag etiquette is. But um, it's a good read. I, I, if I were you, I'd, I'd get a copy of it and get it for free online. Just type in uh, U.S. flag etiquette, and uh, it comes right up for you. So, anyway, um, okay, it's a military flag with when it has a solid fringe. You know, my dad told me this years ago. He said that uh, he knew about this, and he read about it. I think he got a lot of this information from Ralph Emerson, really. I think my dad read The Unseen Hand, um, you know, back in the 80s, because after he read a book and after he read it, man, he's his whole life changed. So um, thank you, Ralph Epperson, for writing The Unseen Hand. And folks, if you haven't written the, read The Unseen Hand, you're missing out. You need to go get it, order it right now and uh, give Ralph a call or get on his website or whatever and um Get a hold of Ralph and, and order his book because it's it's a primer. It's something you definitely need to read. And um, he's got a lot of accolades from very important people uh, about that book. So uh, so it's been proven um, by the important people that know well and by other people, too. And you'll approve of it, too, once you read it. You realize everything that's been going on. Oh, somebody already commented on this i wonder wish they would go to the chat room uh, my goodness somebody else commented on this show okay um if anybody's interested we do have a chat room on um on rumble and you can go there <laughs> and uh and and let me know something live if you want or do like those folks did um okay when it has a fringe around it um like if you go to court, and uh, this is what my dad told me years ago, that if you went to the court, it's got a fringe behind behind the judge or on the back wall. Uh, it means it's a military court. That's what my dad told me years and years and years ago. Okay? So a lot of people go to mili uh, to court to pay a traffic ticket or whatever, and uh, the judge is uh, basically uh, under military authority charging you. And... Uh, I've heard of people, you know, asking the judges, hey, is this a military court? You know, what do you mean? Well, you have a fringe around the flag. Am I going to regular court or am I at a court martial? You know, and uh, back back in the day, you could get off sometimes with that, uh, that fact. But uh, now they've gotten kind of wise to it. So <laughs> every good thing must come to an end, right? Um, let's see. It designates that they're under martial law. Uh, we're under martial law. Fringe in uh, court means uh, military court. I said that. Uh, only only the Army can carry this flag. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, gold eagle on top of the, for this, for the president only. So if you buy a flag set and it's got a gold eagle, don't stick the gold eagle on the end of the flag set. Buy a flag set that's got a ball. Okay. And even that means something. Um Let's see. The gold eagle on top means it's a presidential flag. And it's only to be put on the flag during times of war. Okay. So uh, it doesn't mean if you got a war going with your neighbor uh, that he doesn't like how long your grass is and you don't like how high his grass is. And um, so you, you got this war going on. No, it doesn't mean that. It's definitely a military affair. Okay. I can see somebody saying that, you know. Oh, yeah, well, my neighbor pisses me off. We're at war, so I, I, that's why I have that flag. Okay, whatever. And it's never to be flown outside, too. I never knew that. So um, let's see. And he's convinced, as a lot of other people are, that Trump is Q+. It's interesting. If you look at the um, go online or, you know, maybe if you want to go to Google Earth, uh, go to Arlington Cemetery and um, look up the grave of uh, John F. Kennedy. If you look up the grave of John F. Kennedy, it's a Q. 
and the, the little tail on the queue goes down to Robert F. Kennedy's grave. Okay, and I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, that the leather cues there. I think that that was done on purpose, as a little sign. Uh, hey, you know, cues alive, and uh, we're not going to put up with this garbage anymore. So um, anyway, so who's president? Who is the stinking president? Well, there's two. There's a figurehead who is. Um, who sits there uh, and makes laws that are unconstitutional, unlawful, because he's not really the president. His name's Joe Biden. But everybody thinks he's the president because the press says that he is and um, and that there was no cheating. Uh, oh, no, no, there was no cheating. So um, how could a guy that uh, only got about three people uh, to meet during his rallies at uh, fire stations and stuff like that uh, he got 80 million votes. I'm sorry, folks. I don't believe that garbage. I believe Trump got over 80, and that's all that matters. And uh, he got robbed from the of the election. So, um, not that I'm going to do anything about it. What can I do? You know, but I can let people know about it. I guess that's uh, that's what I'm doing right now. But um, yeah, so it started in 1963. I'm still amazed about that. So. So basically, guys, every president from 1964 until now has uh, gotten away with murder. I'm convinced of it. Um, but they've gotten away with things they shouldn't have gotten away with. And uh, wow, that's freaky. So uh, anyway, folks, I'm going to let's see. So my, my determination is that the real president is Donald Trump and has been for uh, six years now. And um, one of these days, the realization is going to come to the people of the United States because they're going to hear on the news that something has happened in Washington, um, that uh, Donald Trump uh, has been seen at the White House. And then he has a press conference that says that he's a president and he's arrested the, the former president who uh, was an um, election denier. And... Um, and it'll go from there. Yes, and there'll be riots out in the street. Trust me, there will be. But uh, the riots never last very long, so they'll they'll burn themselves out like they always do. So anyway, folks, uh, that's probably what's going to happen in the future. Biden's president, for real. Um, his uh, his counterpart is a proxy, if anything, just to keep the public kind of calm right now. But uh, I've seen the mask. Joe Biden, I've seen the mask, and I know you wear one. So, um, and I'm talking to the fake Joe Biden, Joe Jordan, Joe Jordan. I'm sorry, Joe Biden, Joe Jordan. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. You're a good guy. Um, no, the Joe Biden is um, is evil and wicked, and uh, and uh, the guy that's playing him is an actor, and um, and it's only for. For purposes that we probably will never know, but hopefully will be revealed someday. So I am very thankful uh, for coffee beans because chewing them has given me, as you can probably tell, because I'm talking and talking and talking. Um, it's given me a little pep and energy to be able to do this show. So, and we've been blessed. The dogs have been quiet thus far. Nobody's knocked on the door or come into the house uninvited. And um, so I better get while the getting's going is good, huh? Yeah, get going while the getting's good. So, okay, folks, uh, you have a wonderful, wonderful um, weekend. Back on next Tuesday, I think I'm going to be doing, um, yeah, I'm going to be doing a show next Tuesday. And I believe it's going to be on um, some hidden bases, some uh, deep underground military bases and uh uh, there's a bunch of them out there, but some of them are a little more important than others. So, uh, and some of them have been taken over by the the White Hats, so uh, which is pretty interesting. And plus, there's some information probably uh, that will be again on uh, on Tuesday uh, about uh, real raw news and some stuff that's been coming on there. So, okay, folks, may the Lord bless you. Honestly, out of your socks, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May make his face to shine on you. May his Shekinah glory shine all over you. May he be gracious unto you. 
may he watch your going out wherever you go and you're coming in every time you come back to your house. May he watch your rising up and you're lying down. May he bring you a peace and a joy that passes all understanding. And may you be happy in this time of stress and, and doubt and, uh, and even horror. Uh, may you be happy, blessed, and, um, and just uh, unexplainably um, calm during this time. In Yeshua's holy name, amen and amen. Good night, folks, or good afternoon, as the case may be. So uh, talk to you soon. Bye-bye.